Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, guys. DGS and KMOX 305. Uh, Michael Kelly's hanging out with us. Rach is on a plane headed to Japan. She'll be gone all next week. So we're going to have some of our friends sitting in with us to fill her shoes. Our buddy Chet Pleeman joins us. Hello, Chet. Hello, Dave. How are you? I understand you've been under the weather, my friend. Uh, I have. I was in St. Louis last week to try a case. The judge tested positive for COVID, and so did I. Oh. Uh, that'll teach you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have never been so cold in my life. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was beyond well as you guys well know yeah and and i haven't i haven't been in that in environment no. for probably 10 years did you scoot so, did you scoot back to florida yeah um i got out of there friday morning at at 5:50 in the morning i got a flight that's the right but, time to go <laughs> yeah you missed yeah, the real right. bad stuff uh, okay yeah. <laughs> so we want to talk to Chad. uh we have Brad Young coming up at 4 p.m. also he's going to talk about the Uvalde stuff uh that's just insane uh but i want to talk to Chad uh, about the legal stuff and specifically about president trump and his immunity uh challenge and here's his all caps of course uh, uh tweet whatever on on his social Social media on Truth Social last night. A president of the United States must have full immunity without which it would be impossible for him or her to properly function. Any mistake, even if well intended, would be met with almost certain indictment by the opposing party at term end. Something tells me someone else wrote that part for him. And then he evidently <laughs> added in even events that cross the line must fall under total immunity. Thoughts? Uh, craziness. Uh, and of course, one of the issues uh, that was raised by the D.C. court was, are you telling me of his lawyer? Are you telling me that the president of the United States can go ahead and engage the military to kill somebody, uh, one of his opponents, uh, and that would be OK? The lawyer's response was, well, Unless you impeach him and convict him through the process of impeachment, yes, that would be okay. Now, that's that's total insanity, totally, totally insane. Um, and clearly, uh, Judge Chutkin said that you are not above. No president is above the law. And so, where would you draw the line? Um, so. In other words, if if he decides to go ahead and execute one of his opponents, 
Um, and then they decide to go ahead and impeach him. And he resigns from that that um, presidency. Uh, are you telling me that then he cannot be criminally prosecuted um, or or uh, if he is acquitted in a in the process, you're telling me that he can't be ever convicted of murder. Now, that doesn't make any logical sense to me. Now, having said that, yes, of course, the president of the United States uh, needs some immunity, but they need immunity for things like you can't subpoena the president of the United States to testify in a deposition, for example, about some civil related type issue. But we're talking about potential criminal activity and potential criminal consequences. So so he could never if if he's never impeached, you're telling me that after he leaves office that you cannot bring criminal charges against this individual for having allegedly committed um, not only a criminal act, but the criminal act of murder. That makes no sense to me. And, and the, the D.C. Court of Appeals gave short shrift to the craziness of, of the argument. But, you know, desperate people do desperate things. You know, Trump is facing 91 counts of felonies in four different jurisdictions. The chances, assuming that he does not become the president of the United States, the chances of him beating 91 counts, all 91 counts, he's got a better chance of winning the lottery, in, in my opinion, uh, given, I believe, that the evidence that, that they have stacked against him in all four of those jurisdictions. Chad, I wanted to play something for you here. So mm -hmm. uh, Trump was, was in uh, trial the last couple of days in the E. Jean Carroll case, and uh, his attorney, what's your name, Alina Haba? And uh, I have said many times, and I only have a 10-year legal career, uh, and, and you've got me done by decades, but you'll get what I'm saying. When you go to – people think that every lawyer is a litigator and that every litigator is Perry Mason, but it has so much more to do with how you look and how the cut of your suit. You have to know meat and potatoes how to try a case, and, and the square one is how to introduce a document into evidence. We're talking about the former and quite possibly next president of the United States has hired an attorney who literally cannot introduce a document into evidence – this uh, is a uh, a broadcaster reading the transcript of her trying to do that with the federal judge. This is just, uh, and for lawyers, what I'm about to read is absolutely stunning. Uh, this is a, a moment that she has with the judge where she is reading a document in court. The judge says, what exhibit is this, Ms. Haba? Ms. Haba, I'm trying to get it in, Your Honor. I have to ask about it. The judge, guess what? You may not read from a document that's not in evidence. Ms. Haba, sure, let me get it in. The judge, no, we're going to take a break now, during which you should refresh your memory about how it is you get a document into evidence. Isn't that amazing, Chet? It's incredible, uh, but um, in one sense, but in another, not so incredible, 
because you he doesn't pay these lawyers. You've got lawyers, competent lawyers who started to represent him and have have bailed out. So this lady has apparently no experience in the courtroom uh, and he hired her to represent him. Now, in fairness to her, notwithstanding her lack of experience, a lot of the things that she did and the way that she handled the cross-examination, for example, of the victim in this case, E. Jean Carroll, um, was was ill-advised. I mean, she went after her. And, you know, I, I've had occasion to cross-examine um, sexual assault victims in rape criminal rape cases. I've had occasion to represent um, people who have been sexually assaulted in civil cases. Um, it's very traumatic for that lady to sit there and recount what she's experienced. And you've got to take that into consideration. And I'm telling you that that jury is watching every single move, not only that her client makes, but what she does. But, but also, in fairness to her, she's doing a lot of this. And, and she is engaging in behavior just to satisfy that client that sitting, is sitting next to her that is controlling a little bit of what she does. Uh, that's another mistake that she's making. Uh, the biggest mistake she made was to represent him when she's not experienced. So, so let me ask you this, Chad. Uh, I know you've been in front of pretty much all the federal judges in this jurisdiction. Uh, yesterday, Donald Trump got into a back and forth with his federal judge, and the judge said, I guess you're just incapable of controlling yourself. And Trump said, so are you. Uh, in your experience, is he the only person who would ever get away with that? What if you said that to him? Um, <laughs> I, I would probably be held in contempt if my client said something like that to him in a civil case, uh, he would probably be excluded from, from the courtroom. Um, but <clears throat> this judge, uh, is an experienced seasoned judge. And so he understands that, that, um, Trump is baiting him. Uh, the, the, the behavior of Trump is, is unconscionable, um, both from the standpoint of how he's treating that judge, but also from the standpoint he's, he's not helping himself. He's not helping himself because that jury is watching everything he does. And when he gets into these, to these contests and, and when his lawyer gets into the contest, it's not helping his cause with a jury that's going to decide what the actual damages are going to be and the punitive damages are going to be. He's already been held liable for um, defamation. He's already in May, he's already uh, a jury found him guilty of not only defamation, but sexual assault. And then this idiot goes out and a couple of days later, he defames her again. So now he's right back to where he started. So from a legal perspective or from the perspective of him uh, gaining favor with the jury, it's not happening. But what he's doing, I suspect, is he's gaining favor with his base. He's campaigning in a courtroom. And I guess maybe he really doesn't care about how much this jury awards this lady in actual and punitive damages. 
as long, I suppose, as he gets elected to be the next president of the United States and probably has no intention of ever paying the five million that the last jury awarded or the I'm going to guess 75 million that probably this jury is, is going to award her, particularly when she's talking about him harassing her. She's talking about what she's gone through because of that uh, defamatory behavior on his part. And now he's, he's attempting to intimidate her as she's testifying. And that's the only reason that he showed up there, in addition to wanting to campaign for the crazies that support him. So this, I mean, is, uh, this is not legal. Let me bring Michael and Wheels back into this one. But did you guys see online... We, we referenced earlier in the day that uh, I gave Donald Trump credit because he brought the firefighters Casey's Pizza, and he was carrying like six or seven boxes of pizza, and someone online said, well, Joe Biden could even carry one pizza. <laughs> and it broke out into a for real argument about how many pizzas the presidents could carry. <laughs> this is where we are in our political discourse. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, <laughs> well, where we're going to be, I suppose, potentially— in our political discourse is if this guy is convicted of any one of those 91 counts uh, and then thereafter is elected president of the United States because they're seemingly, particularly in the state of Iowa, where I guess two thirds of, of those, those um, uh, Iowa caucus goers believe that Joe Biden isn't the elected president of the United States because there was fraud in that election. And I guess two thirds of them uh, also would vote for Donald Trump, even if he's convicted of a felony offense. So in theory, I suppose, uh, as far as our political discourse is concerned, we could be talking uh, in in 2025 about a president that is ruling this country from a jail cell. Now, Good if that doesn't blow your mind, <laughs> I don't know what would. I got a question for you, Chet. Let's hypothetically say the president's unsuccessful in getting elected uh, and Joe Biden gets reelected. Mm-hmm. What does Donald Trump's life look like for the rest of his life as it relates to these court cases? Will these be dragging on probably as long as he lives? Uh, I don't believe so. Um, not unless the current court that he stacked, the current Supreme Court that he stacked, uh, has any hand in this. Um, and, the, you know, the likes of, of Thomas and those, Alito and those people, um, they can give him a potential get out of jail free card. But beyond that, uh, I don't believe that uh, this guy is going to stand trial. He's going to stand trial in four different separate jurisdictions. Uh, it will probably go on for the next couple of years. And ultimately, in my opinion, he will be convicted of one or more of those 91 counts. So life is not good, will not be good for Donald Trump if he doesn't make it as the president of the United States. Now, conversely, if he is uh, elected president of the United States, he can certainly pardon himself on the federal uh, charges. He can't pardon himself on the New York state charges or the Georgia state charges. However, 
if he's the president of the United States, what will happen is that his lawyers will file a motion to stay those two criminal proceedings because he is the current sitting president of the United States. And I suspect that those motions will be looked upon favorably by both the New York court as well as the Georgia court, in which case they would have to wait until he gets out of office in four years before they can continue with the prosecution. And you and I both know what that's going to do to witnesses, their ability to recall their testimony, et cetera, et cetera. So so it all depends on whether this guy is elected president. And that's why he's running, in my opinion. All right, man. Well, I hope you feel better and uh, get over the COVID. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Chad. Okie doke. Bye-bye. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I really have to work with Andrew on his priorities. Uh, <laughs> we just had some guy call and uh, tell Tyler that uh, Chet Pleban was unfair to Trump. And then Andrew goes, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. The other day when you had Ken Block on, the, who's the, uh, the guy that owns the company that uh, Donald Trump hired to find election fraud and couldn't and told him so. And Andrew goes, yeah, he said, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, that's right. In Jesus' name, he was going to raise a thousand men to invade St. Louis and shoot you and the Jews. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you might want to tell me about that on the day of. <laughs> the thing is, I've been taking radio calls a long time. He's not the first guy who's like that. It kind of just rolls off that your back. That makes me feel better. It rolls off your back at a certain, nah, at a day, certain that point. That happens all the time. <laughs> At a certain someone's point, always gonna shoot you. No, and it wasn't you specifically. It was all no, me and the Jews. It was sure. all people who denied the stolen election. Um, it's a lot of bullets. So we're yeah, we're on the chopping block too. But yeah, after a certain point, you you hear enough stuff like that, you just it just you you stop. I don't know. You stop even. It just becomes like wind. You're like, eh. Do you agree? You can jump on. Uh, he cannot jump on. I don't have his microphone on. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> there you go. Let me see if I can. Give me two seconds. Do, 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 do. Go for it. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I'd say <laughs> after a while, you just kind of desensitized. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If someone says, I'm going to come down there and kill you, which people have said to me so many times over the years, when they say, I'm going to come down there and kill you, the first time you're like, oh, no, oh, oh, my goodness. And then the 40th time when nothing has happened, you're like, all right, whatever, man. I don't know. It's just, it's like, you know. Wow. This is the third time this week you've told me you were going to come kill me. Clearly, you're not going to do anything. Have those words should. ever even come out of your mouth? Uh, I'm going to kill you? I mean, I don't think it's ever come out of my mouth. And... I said that to my mom last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd say that when you were a little kid. You know, you're fighting some, I'm going to kill you, but not like... Yeah, when yeah. a grown man not calls like another grown it. man yeah. and says, in yeah. Jesus' name, yeah. I'm going to kill you and the Jews, and he's going to okay. raise an army of a thousand men? <laughs> Jesus was a Jew. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Three thirty-seven DGS. We have Boo Brad Young coming up at the top of the hour to talk about the DOJ report on Uvalde. Get some details. We all know it was a cluster. We all know that there were cowards there, but we're going to get the details on what happened, what didn't happen. That should be very interesting and very sad. Dave, I have a new death threat. I know we should start doing. We should have death threat sponsored by Pasta House every time. Time someone threatens to kill Dave, you get a pasta and broccoli for free and throw in some breadsticks. Uh, this guy uh, says that he's going to raise an army of a thousand men, invade St. Louis, and in the name of Jesus, kill me, the Jews, and everyone who denies the stolen election. There you go. There you have it. Did you ever get that stuff? People mad that I, you missed a forecast? I, I've had some some awful things said to me, and mainly in the form of anonymous letters or, or emails. Uh, never had a stalker or anything, but most, uh, unfortunately, most of the female anchors in town oh, terrible. have oh. had have had death threats or had people follow them. Uh, there was one in particular where we were on our watch of of a guy who was following Mandy, and the police were aware of it. The guy pulled up right next to me, leaving leaving the studio at uh, you know eleven o'clock at night, and it was like. Oh, you're the guy, man. <laughs> and so I got got the make of his car and his his license plate and stuff. And they they went and knocked on his door very shortly after that. So why would people be mad at you when they would send you the the anonymous letters? Oh, you know, it, what do you think? You have a, a rotten forecast in their mind. Jeez. You know, whatever the yeah. case may be. Can you? Um, I mean, obviously they're crazy, but can you imagine that Dave says there's going to be two to four inches, and there ends up being four to six, and he's like, "That's it." 
Yeah. <laughs> Death threat. <laughs> you know what I, I've always found, though? Uh, I would say out of 99% of the cases, if they left their email address or if they actually put an address on the envelope, if they didn't put an address on the envelope, yeah. it'd go right in the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I w- would not even open it. Just 100%. right in the trash. 100%. Uh, but with emails and stuff, I would, I would always write back to them, explain what happened, uh, and I always got a response back from the person, male or female, saying, I was an idiot. I'm sorry. I, I wrote it in anger, and I sent it without even reading it, and I apologize. And, and that means a lot to me yeah, uh, I've had as, that a, as a too. person. I've had that happen, too. Uh, okay, let's talk some weather. Uh, like you said, it's another kind of normal day. I, I've yep. decided 30 degrees is my cutoff. Like <laughs> anything 30 and above, I'm fine. I'm fine in the You're Jeep. Okay with. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine in the house. I'm fine walking around town. Once you get below 30s, when you get into like, this, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> Okay, well, you're going to feel that way tomorrow because mm-hmm. there is an Arc- Arctic cold front on the way tonight. We're going to be 25 degrees, at least 25 degrees colder tomorrow. This mm-hmm. front coming through, it's got a, a little bit of light, dry snow with it. Prime time is going to be starting about 7 or 8 o'clock up till about 1 o'clock in the morning in the Focus St. Louis North. Uh, increasing wind overnight. And we're probably looking at an inch or less, really like the word less, more than focusing on the one inch. But it's going to turn into this very dry, powdery snow. It could start off as a very wet snow, the big hamster-sized flakes. But it will be a a little tricky on the roadways, especially late tonight and on the surfaces that haven't been treated. But uh, we're like in the low 40s right now. The overnight low is 8 degrees, the wind chill minus 5. Friday, a mix of clouds and sunshine, windy and cold all day. The high only 15, the wind chill minus 10, zero Friday night, Saturday sunny and 17, about 12 Saturday night, but temperatures will be rising slowly overnight. Sunday, partly to mostly sunny skies with a high of 29 on Sunday. I want to go into early next week because we do have a bit of a shift in the pattern, more of a west to southwest flow. But what that will do is send some moisture our way with cold air trapped at the surface. So I'm a little concerned about some freezing rain and sleet Monday morning, then going over to all rain late morning through the afternoon. That's always a slow process when it kicks over because the cold air is heavier than warm air. 35 for the high. So Monday morning could be a little bit dicey. As we all know, it doesn't take much freezing rain or sleet to cause some problems. Monday night, rain in the evening, but then a little freezing rain getting back into the picture as we get down kind of to 32. And on Tuesday, it's rain and 42 degrees. Don't With freezing rain, don't focus on the temperature because we have had some freezing rain events in St. Louis where the surface temperature was like 9, 10 degrees. Hmm. And it's freezing rain. It's not snowing. That's because it's warm up above. And, and what happens is that it's, it's rain that comes all the way down and then freezes on contact. Have you guys been doing anything about the snow, like on your porch and your sidewalk and driveway? 
or just letting it go? It's oh. gone already. Yeah. yeah, just letting it go. I yeah, the uh, last two days, a lot of it should have just disappeared. Snow sticks around for me because I have like a north facing house, mm-hmm. so uh, the sun never gets to like my porch and stuff. But it's fine. I mean, it's not that big a deal. You step over. It. The sun never gets to Andrew. Yeah, that was <laughs> never hits that the was porch. poetic, wasn't it? Yeah, if it's if it's as light as it was this time, I don't even touch it. Especially when I know in a couple days the temperatures are going to go up. Yeah, you could use a leaf blower on it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those would be great. That's always fun. I love doing that. All right, Dave. Thanks very much. We appreciate it. You got it. All right, quick break right back, DGS. Did you just catch me looking at your hair? I didn't. Yeah. Is it good? It is good. Okay. Your hair's always good. Thank you. But it's especially good today. Oh. I've, I've kind of, this is so sick. Uh, I, it's Matt Pauly, and I, I love Matt, but I've become a little too into his hair. Like, I can tell when you like it and when you don't. Okay. Yeah. He's kind yeah. of doing a picture. I think he's doubting today. it today. I got to look at it. I don't know. I, I do know this. So I was doing something that we're going to talk about in a moment mm-hmm. over at Ballpark Village. Mm-hmm. I had to pick something up at Cardinal Nation. What I was actually doing was at one Cardinal Way. I get the stuff at Cardinal Nation. I go, do I get in my car and drive just like <laughs> up there? I'm like, right. no, I'm not going to do that. And then I got halfway there and realized I'd forgotten some stuff in my car that I needed. And I'm lugging all this stuff. So then I go back, and then I still keep walking. So even though it's cold, I'm, I'm sweating my patootie off. So God <laughs> knows what my hair actually looks like right patootie. now. You said patootie. I did say patootie. That's about as dirty as he gets. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about your interview. This is exciting. Yeah. So uh, earlier today, I sat down with Cardinals President of Baseball Operations, John Mosellock, for about 35, 40 minutes or so. And... We kind of just went through his career in many ways. I, I wasn't grilling him on who the Cardinals are going to sign before uh, spring training. That must be really refreshing for him. I, I think he enjoyed it, or he faked it really good. <laughs> uh, Hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah, you know what? I don't think Mo's a faker. I think he's pretty honest. He's pretty straight up. Yeah. At the end of our conversation, like, oh, I thought we were going to talk about like the team and stuff. And yeah. it was like, no, uh, you know, I want to do because. We can all ask them the exact same questions over and over and over, or I get this really rare opportunity to sit down with the man for 35 minutes. Let's learn something about him. Talked about him growing up, him getting into baseball. Uh, He likes the direction that the game is going. Uh, At one point, he referred to watching baseball when it's played perfectly, where, you know, he said, every player should be moving on every play. You know, even if they're not involved, that yeah. everybody should be doing something. And he said watching a baseball team do that perfectly is like listening to a perfect symphony. <sighs> and and I, I loved it. I loved I it when chills. he said that. That's me. I'm that nerd. Yeah. I, that's how I like it. So, look, I know there's some anti-Mo sentiment out there. I hope that people listen tonight between 6 and 8. We're going to cut it up between the first and second hours of the countdown show and just listen to him because I don't know him that well. Uh, I still don't know him that well. I know him better now than I did, you know, three hours ago. But man, did I enjoy this conversation today? What did you walk away with? Just like a general feeling about the guy. I sometimes you wonder with people like that, how much do they love the game of baseball? Like that's something that we asked about Rob Manfred all the time. Does this guy actually like baseball, or does he just like making a lot of money and running doing it? Yeah, yeah, right. And I walked out of there going, "This is a guy who loves baseball," and I didn't know he was a Cardinals fan growing up. He grew up in Colorado before the Rockies had existed, so the closest team was the Royals, but the closest National League team was the Cardinals. He uh, told me that he had a Cardinals trash can in his uh, in his bedroom growing up. He told me that he was doing fantasy baseball in the 80s, and wow. he had Ozzie Smith and Willie McGee and Terry Pendleton and Vince Coleman and guys like that. He grew up a Cardinals fan, um, and I, I, I really didn't know that much about him either. 
Did he, did he play the game? He did. So he played in high school. And then the way he got into baseball, actually, was he was connected to somebody with the Rockies. And actually, he got somebody uh, connected to a place to go fly fishing in Colorado. And they needed somebody to throw some batting practice. And he went in through batting practice. And he got to know uh, Bob Gebhardt and Walt Jockety, who were both in the Rockies front office at that point. And then when when those guys are, when Walt's coming over here, he brings him along with them. Hmm. And that's what that brought him in. I even asked him when he took over for Walt, did he feel the pressure to be different than him because they were very close and they had worked together for a while. But if, if the guy before is getting fired, he's getting fired for a reason. So when you walk in that door, do you feel the pressure to be something else? And he got into that a little bit. So yeah, it was a, it was a fun conversation. So you guys both love being sports broadcasters. Uh, would you rather, if you could just snap your fingers, be in a front office of a, of a team? Yep. No, no. Um, I like what I do. I do too, but I'd like that better. <laughs> but the difference between Wheels, because Wheels played, and Wheels is a lot a lot better when it comes to, I learn, Kevin, I learn so much about baseball from Kevin, I don't think Kevin learns a thing from me. That is not true. Okay, well, I, it should be. And uh, <laughs> Kevin would be very good in a front office, and he can evaluate talent and do things like that. He's still coaching the game. He interacts with baseball in a different way than I interact with baseball. I'm very confident in my baseball knowledge and think I know a lot, uh, but I don't know much compared to Kevin. What separates uh, guys like you from a guy like uh, like Gould? What is Gould's gift? You mean the like difference in what we do? No, more like like you talk about uh, Derek's encyclopedic knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Like like the commish before him. Mm-hmm. Is it is Gould just a freak of nature? Or is he just put his nose to the grindstone and he's obsessed with it? I'd say both. I yeah. mean, well, it, let me ask it a different way. Yeah. Could pretty much anyone with basic intelligence dedicate themselves night and day and be a Derek Gould? No. No. In, in one way, yes. In, in the bigger way, no. In one way, yes. A, a lot of people could put in the time to meet players, learn players, build relationships, and do all that. Derek is also phenomenal with words. He is so good as an actual writer. Forget if you just took sports out and you asked him to write, just write. He's good at that. Like his his ability to communicate and using the right words, the right tone is better than most people would would have a chance of being. And you got to be wired a little differently to be a baseball beat writer. Like there, and I, I say oh. this in the most positive way. Yeah, it's Derek's hard. Derek's a little quirky, and, and Rick was a little bit quirky. And basically, every baseball beat writer, the guys who are there on an everyday basis, they've got some quirks to them. That is a compliment. There's nothing negative about that. But it, you got to have a certain type of DNA to be a baseball beat writer. Uh, mark that down. Make it a promo that uh, Matt Pauley says Derek Gold squirrely. Good. I like it. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 